Welcome to the Level Up English podcast, the best place to come to practice the English language, learn about the British accent and culture. With me, your host, Michael Lavers. Hello, English learners, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. This is the Wednesday episode, and today I am talking all about overweight children. Okay, it's a weird topic today. I'm going to explain more about that in a minute, and it's going to help people with their IELTS writing exam. I'm going to get to that in just a second. And if you missed it, don't forget. A couple of episodes ago, I did a special Saturday episode where I kind of reacted to a Reddit post, and this is something I'm trying to do a little bit more of now. Maybe I'm going to give you more podcasts in the week. So if you're interested and you missed that one, go back and listen to episode one seven seven to hear more about that. I also want to make clear what I'm doing with my website, Level Up English, right now. So I'm putting all of my attention into Level Up English these days. I have kind of restructured the website a little bit. I'm constantly improving lessons and adding new lessons. But this is where you can get bonus content for this podcast. So you get a additional private podcast episode, which comes out on Friday, which is usually a little bit harder. You know, I talk a bit more casually. Without any editing and a bit more openly about like things that I wouldn't share on the main podcast as well, so that's an interesting place to hang out with me. I also have group lessons there, which I do regularly,、um, usually on a Friday lunchtime around ish, and this has been amazing. We've had so many people joining the group lessons. We had, in fact, I think last time we had like nineteen people join. Which is just so insane, and I think people really liked it. I'm also adding a new thing. I'm trying a new thing where I'm having smaller classes as well, with maybe just five, six, seven people.、Um, I'm adding that to the、um, membership as well. And yet,、yeah, for these podcasts, you can find vocab lists. You can find transcripts to help you follow along with these podcasts a little bit better. You can sometimes find quizzes and worksheets and PDF reviews, things like that. Depending on the episode, there'll be different things to help you get the most out of these podcasts. So, if that's interesting for you, you can head to levelupenglish.school, and at the top of the page there will be a members button. If that sounds like too much work for you, you can just click or tap. On the link in your podcast app, there should be a description、uh, on your app with the link. But anyway, thank you for listening to that. I hope that's interesting for some of you. And yeah, for those who are a member, it's great to have you as part of the community, and it's also really appreciated because it helps support me and keep me going. You know, your support really helps the podcast continue. So I appreciate that、uh, forever. Thank you very much. So, today's episode was requested by someone、uh, by email. I get a lot of requests by email, and I always、um, am grateful for them. And this one I thought was a really, really good one. I told them that I really liked the idea, and they said, 
or they asked if I could do some topics on the writing section for the IELTS exam. IELTS, for those of you who don't know, is a really popular English exam. Many learners will take this exam for you know, university, immigration, or maybe just for their job. And it's, it's a very widely recognised exam around the world. They do have some difficult questions, though. One of them in the writing exam is part two, because the writing exam in part two goes into some... Well, it asks you to go into detail about more advanced academic kind of topics. It might ask for your opinion on global warming, or it might ask you to compare the differences between two difficult things or something like that. It is a very difficult one. And yeah, even for native speakers, it can be hard to answer this question. So just to clarify, I'm not going to be answering the question in an IELTS style today. I'm simply going to be discussing a question from the exam and giving you my on-the-spot ideas. So the plan for this episode is to get your head turning, to get those cogs in your brain working. The cog is like the little uh, circle things you have in a machine to help the machine move. Get the cogs turning in your brain, get your brain working. And yeah, the, the idea is that it will help you think about ways to answer this for yourself. So, yeah, if you like this idea, then please let me know. I'd love to continue making more episodes like this, as I think they are useful. I think they could help you. And if you agree, let me know and I'll do more. And yeah, even if even if you don't like it, let me know. But if you're taking the exam, I think it's going to be very useful for you. If you're not taking the exam... I still think it's going to be interesting because the topic today is quite an interesting one and we're going to be talking about a few different things related to this. I also had the idea of using this concept for my Saturday episodes, you know, where every Saturday kind of talking about one IELTS question because there's a lot of interesting questions that are might be interesting to discuss more deeply, but I'm not sure. I may do that, but you'll have to let me know. I, I'm I'm not decided on that yet. But yeah, anyway, let's get into it now. So the question that I'd like to look at here is a real question that was used in an IELTS exam in the year 2022, this year, and it is this one. <clears throat> In many countries, children are becoming overweight and unhealthy. Some people think the government has the responsibility to solve this problem. To what extent do you agree or disagree? That's a common and a common question in the IELTS exam. To what extent do you agree or disagree? So you're first going to say if you agree or not, and then you're going to talk about the extent to which you agree. Well, I agree in some ways, but I disagree in other ways. You know, it could be like that. 
So yeah, this is a really hard one, isn't it? Um, children, children are getting fatter, basically overweight, and whose fault is it? Who is to blame? And how can we fix this problem? I think the first question to ask here is: Is it the government's responsibility? You know, if children are getting fatter and you know un- more unhealthy. Is it the government's responsibility? It's could be yes, could be no. I mean, we, we might all have different opinions on this. But I think, yeah, at first it's interesting to think about, is it a problem that someone else should solve or a problem that you yourself should solve, you know, as a family or an individual? Obviously, the fact they mentioned children implies that the children are not really wise enough to think for themselves. So it might boil down to the responsibility of the government or the parents. And when I say it boils down to, I'm kind of saying it's the most important aspect of this. There are many different things to talk about, but when you get down to the bottom, say the bottom of the pan in this metaphor, it's just government and parents. That's the main thing we're talking about here. That's what it boils down to. So I kind of think this depends on how libertarian someone is. Libertarian is someone who dislikes the government getting involved in something. They want everything, they want liberty and freedom. They want everything to be done um, by their own you know, choice, their own decision. And they don't want the government getting involved, even if it might objectively be a good thing. The, you know, the result of what they're doing. So in my personal opinion, I think there are different things the government and parents could do. I think it's not totally one-sided. I think it's a, a group effort. So like many things, I am somewhat on the fence. On the fence means undecided or in the middle. I can see both sides of the argument. And to me, this seems quite similar to the problem of hitting your children, or we can say spanking your children. A spank is like a slap, like open hand hit, but no, not usually on the face, right? Usually on the hand or on their backside, right? <laughs> so this is a common debated problem. Like, is it okay to punish your children by hitting them? Despite not being a parent yet, I don't think it is okay. I don't think I would do that to my kids. But I know in many countries it is illegal. I think in the UK, you can do it as long as you have a good reason. You can't just hit them if they're not bad. It's a bit strange. But in many countries around the world, it is illegal to hit your kids. And it's kind of interesting that the government is making one style of parenting illegal. And I can see both sides of the argument. I don't like hitting kids, of course, but also is it the government's responsibility? Hmm, who knows? But it seems similar to that. It's like, is the government overstepping their boundaries, overstepping their responsibility? To overstep is to really get into some area that isn't really... You know, it's not really something you should be doing. 
if I go into your house and I start cleaning your kitchen, I am overstepping my uh, responsibility as a, a guest. I shouldn't be cleaning your kitchen. But I think there are some things the government can do. So this would be, you know, if I were writing the IELTS exam, I would do one paragraph sharing the extent to which I agree. And this would be um, the prices of food. I think the government can affect the price of food through things like taxation, you know, things that we don't want, things that we don't like, usually are taxed, right? I, I'm not an expert, I don't know much about it, but as I understand it, things like cigarettes might be taxed. I've never bought cigarettes, but I imagine they're taxed. And I think the reason that they're taxed is because they cause the taxpayer, you know, individual people to pay extra money because people who smoke have more you know, medical problems, generally, statistically, and they end up having to cost the government more money in the healthcare system. So higher taxes on cigarettes will offset that cost. Offset means kind of balance out. You know, we spend money on cigarettes and it pays for the money in hospital, in theory. And it could be the same with unhealthy food. You could put taxes on unhealthy food. It's, it's one idea that people have. I think a better way, you know, I don't like the idea of taxing unhealthy food because often it's all people can afford, right? If you go to buy a salad, it's like five pounds. Go to McDonald's to get a burger, it's one pound, maybe. And of course you're going to get the burger if you don't have much money. So I don't think making it more expensive is really going to help people. It's just going to make poor people have a trickier time in life, right? So maybe they should be thinking about subsidising um, industries that they want to grow. To subsidise, or a subsidy is the noun, quite a hard word, but it's probably useful for the exam, perhaps. This is when the government pays for something to support them financially. So, for example, the government heavily subsidise uh, animal agriculture, so things like milk and meat and farms. I think, I think I read something like the majority of income from the average farmer is from government subsidies in the UK. So if it wasn't for the government support, most farms would not be profitable in the UK. That's what I read. I might have to double check that, but that's what I heard somewhere. But even if it's not true, that's an example of what I mean. And, you know, maybe if the government would put more money towards um, health, healthy foods and health stores and things like that to help them lower the price of their goods, that could be one solution, perhaps. Another thing the government could do is provide healthier school meals, right? School meals in the UK have been a source of complaining and, you know, arguments and all this kind of stuff for a long time. And I think that could be a big thing to change if, if school meals were healthier as well. Another one is legislation. This is the noun for you know, making laws, making a law. 
making something illegal. For example, energy drinks. Energy, energy drinks. These are things like Red Bull, Monster Energy Drink, um, fizzy carbonated drinks that give you all this energy and sugar and caffeine. And I don't drink them anymore because I used to when I was in school and I would notice I would just get really, really hyped up. Hyped up means get all this energy. And I, I don't think it was good for me. It was, it was way too much caffeine, way too much sugar, and it probably rotted away my teeth as well, right? And now I think in the UK it's illegal to sell them to children under 16. I think it might be 16, maybe 18, probably 16. Um, which I think is a good thing because I think some children, some kids drink so much of this stuff and it's really, really not good for you, really not good for them. But I think when you're that age, you don't really realise the harm it's doing to you. Um, I didn't. When I was younger, I would drink an energy drink every day with a big chocolate bar. I never considered how unhealthy it might be. I just thought it was normal because that's what I saw around me. So laws like that, I think, can help, perhaps. Okay, on the other hand, there are some cases in which I disagree. And I think there are things that parents can instill uh, into their children. To instill is to give some ideas or lessons to kind of put into your children, to allow them to be absorbed into the brains of the children. To instill a message, to instill a message is to allow a message to be put into someone's brain. Does that make sense? Instill. So one thing a parent could instill is healthy habits, right, from a young age. I remember when I was younger, we would, well, I grew up drinking mostly squash. Squash. So in the UK, we have squash, which is like a concentrated juice liquid, like fruit juice. They have orange and apple and blackcurrant. And what you're supposed to do is put a little bit in the bottom of your glass, then put the rest of the glass filled with water, mix it up and then drink it like that. I think it's not too bad, but it's probably got quite a lot of sugar in. It's not super healthy, but this is a really common thing in the UK. And I think many people will make the mistake of coming here and drinking it without diluting it. Dilute means to mix with water. And it's disgusting if you do that. And yeah, that's what I grew up on. I went, I went to a friend's house once when I was in primary school and they said, would you like some water, Michael? They gave me a glass of water. And I was like, oh, water? This is so weird. What, is he poor? Like, why is he giving me water? This is disgusting. Because I really wasn't used to drinking water. I wasn't accustomed to it. Um, now, it's the only thing I drink. I drink loads of water. But back then, I thought it was so strange. So I think having these healthy habits from your parents can make a big, big difference. And the last thing is education. So when I was younger, I didn't know that donuts and energy drinks were not so good for me. And if my parents had kind of told me about it a bit more, I think it would have sunk in eventually. I think I would have understood that. 
And I think sometimes kids might respect their parents more than teachers. If their mum or dad says, this is bad for you, that might make more sense than if a teacher said it, who they don't really care about. Maybe. So to summarise my very long answer, I would say I have points in which I agree and disagree with the statement, but I think there are many more things that the government could be doing to help improve the situation, although at the end of the day, I think it's a team effort from everyone involved, and no one side can fix the problem. There's my nice conclusion. It wasn't exactly brief, it wasn't concise, but I covered some points there. How do you think that would go in an IELTS exam? There would be there would need to be a lot more to it, I think. There would need to be some good structure, some good paragraphing, good use of conjunctions and linking words, ordering words, all that kind of stuff. But maybe I gave you some ideas to help you think about this. And if you are preparing to take the exam, then maybe you could consider actually using this question to write one yourself. Write an answer, 250 words maximum. Try to answer this question. But okay, well, this episode, this episode, this week, on the private episode of the podcast, which comes out on Friday, as you might know, I think I'm going to continue this topic and I'm going to talk about losing weight and being healthy. And I'm going to talk about some expressions and some idioms related to this topic. So if you want to learn a bit more um, away from this IELTS question, then join me this Friday on the private episode available for Level Up English members. Thank you if you do become a member. But okay, let's finish now with a couple reviews and a nice quote and a story from my recent trip. I had one review here from Zara. Username is Kinazoka. And they said, hello, Michael. It's been almost one month since I started to listen to your podcast. It is a fantastic podcast. It always gives me positive energy and I am really enjoying it. Thank you for all your efforts. Thank you very much, Zara from Saudi Arabia. That's very kind of you. I did have one review, which was only two stars, which made me a little bit sad. Um, yeah, yeah I, I'm not going to lie. It makes me a bit sad when I see some low reviews, uh, low ratings. I know, of course, some people don't like it. That's totally fine. But a lot of the time it's feedback. If you do have like criticism or feedback for me, then I, I welcome any emails as well. If you want to send me an email at info at ewmichael.com, tell me how I can improve and I will always do my best to listen to you and work on that. And it makes me happier than seeing these, these bad reviews. But I am grateful that it's very rare that I get a bad review. So I you know, appreciate you guys so much for the good ones. Let's get back to the positive side. I had one more good one here from, well, it's from Australia, but maybe they are Chinese or something like that. Um, the name of the user 
says in Chinese or maybe Cantonese or Taiwanese, learning good English, something like that. Uh, or want, want to learn good English. But anyway, this person said simply, really like this. Thank you for your channel. It's really helpful. Please keep doing that. So thank you to you. Appreciate your kind uh, review on Apple Podcasts. So finally today, on my Instagram page, I posted a picture on Friday with a quote from Confucius. So the picture is me standing next to the flag of Denmark, the Danish flag. And this is an interesting place because this is a place where a, a big battle happened 800 years ago between, I guess it was between the Danes, the Danish people, and Estonians, perhaps? I don't know much about it, I'll be honest. But as I understand it, the the Danes were fighting and it was wasn't looking good for them. And all of a sudden, a light shone from the sky and a, a flag fell from the sky. And it was the Denmark flag, the Danish flag, the red flag with the white cross. And when this flag fell down, it gave them the confidence and the strength to win the battle and it changed the course of the battle. And yeah, that's how the legend goes anyway. So I'm standing in the picture in the King's Garden, the Danish King's Garden in Estonia. And I'm touching his massive sword. It's like, what, nine feet tall? I don't know, a couple meters tall. But anyway, the quote is related to glory because it's a king, right? It says, Our greatest glory is not in never falling, but in rising every time we fall, from Confucius. So it doesn't matter if you make a mistake, it doesn't matter if you fail, what matters is whether you try again. What matters is whether you get up again. Can you relate that to English learning? Sure you can. Well, anyway, thank you for listening today. Really appreciate your time. You can listen to any podcast in the world and you are choosing to spend it with me. So appreciate that. Makes me happy. Thank you again and I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye for now. You have been listening to the Level Up English podcast. If you would like to leave a question to be answered on a future episode, then please go to levelupenglish.school forward slash podcast. That's levelupenglish.school slash podcast. And I'll answer your question on a future episode. Thanks for listening.